Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. Tonight, with no new episode to cover this week, Sean and I took to Twitter to ask the listeners what they wanted to hear. Sean, it sounds like the listeners want to hear what our favorite season of all time is. So, you know, this might be a little evergreen episode unless there's a favorite season that's going to come out going forward. But we're also going to take a break from Life Advice this week and we'll re-air our second interview with Daisy Kelleher friend of the podcast, by the way, from Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 2. So let's dive right in. You know, I want to wish everyone a happy holiday season, especially my co-captain, Sean. Sean, how's it going? John, I'm doing great. Uh, You know, my birthday was last week. I went to my first movie in over two years. So Licorice Pizza, recommended to anyone that, you know, it's not playing in all theaters, but very good movie. And yeah, I'm doing great, man. How was how was your holiday? It's good. Licorice pizzas. I like. Was that an indie film? Because yes, I, I never heard of it. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The the film heads listening will know. It's like Paul Thomas Anderson. He's uh he's like a big director. There will be blood, boogie nights. But John, you'd like it too. So All recommend right. it to anyone. I'd hate the pizza, but maybe I'd love the movie. <laughs> Very little pizza in the movie, and I don't no licorice. But yeah, ironic pizza. That's the best. Uh, it was good. I actually went out to Utah to ski. Um, I got about four days of skiing in, which was pretty awesome. So yeah, it sounds back, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So back to Colorado now and just ready for more snow to happen and more skiing to happen. So, um, taking it a little bit easy this week and we will, uh, you know, take a little break here and take a little break from below deck and we'll be, we'll obviously be back next week, but uh, yeah. I actually had no idea that there was no episode until like that day when I went to record it. I, I found out Monday morning. I, I, someone brought it up on Twitter. Yeah. It's dude. First time in over a year that there's no new episode. That show doesn't sleep. So this is pretty wild, but we got something special planned for all the listeners. Cause you know, we figured, hey, let's let's celebrate Below Deck anyway, even on an off week. Makes sense. So, Sean, let's uh, let's dive right into it. So, we did go to Twitter to ask what the listeners wanted to hear, and I think the most popular was what was our favorite season of all time. Mm. So, uh, Sean, I don't know if we picked the same one. I'm I'm guessing not, but uh, let's go with yours first. Okay, what is your favorite season of all time so i was afraid we we're going to pick the same one too so i have a tie for first um uh, like for listeners that you know were listening to us back when we we're at kiki and kibitz they know how much i like bullet like selling out season two so that that's a tie that's that's part of my answer uh, i don't want to rehash it too much you know obviously it aired back in march through june it's the top to bottom best cast ever Daisy is the best chief stew ever. Just super fun all around. Just the balance of the of the cast and the people. Like you got like a guy like Gary, then you have a guy like Colin to kind of balance them out. Um, the smoke breaks were great. Just the amazing chemistry with the cast and just nonstop hookups. And then you know the boat crash too. So, and I'll, I mean, really, also that was the first season where they weren't able to leave the boat. I think they left it like twice. It was like a special thing where they rented out like a restaurant. And the fact that it was that entertaining still is just a real achievement. So like Sailing Yacht season two is tied. But for the purposes of tonight's episode, I want to, so like I said, tie it first. I want to highlight uh, Below Deck Med season two. So John, this originally aired back in the spring of 2017. And this is a season that really, I was aware of Bullet Deck before this, this hooked me on it. This was like, okay, Sean's a fan for life now. 
Um, for those who have never seen it, this was, like I said, uh, spring of 2017. This is Sandy's first season as captain. This is Hannah's second season as the Chiefs do. Um, Wes, one season, one season only, was the bosun. And this was uh, Adam's first season as chef. And John, so the big storyline this season was Malia. Ever heard of her? Uh, <laughs> yeah. She was flirting and hooking up with both Adam, the chef, and Wes, her bosun, just throughout the entire season. Yeah. And like, obviously, it's going to, that's going to cause some moments on its own. But beyond that, they're like, I'm judging like kind of the seasons by like, okay, what had the most moments? Like, what do I remember the most? Like what, where are the most big things happen? So. Wasn't this also pretty much a star studded season? Like you had Bugsy too. Right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Bugsy. You know, this, yeah. I feel like this season reminded me of like the movie, like forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like there's a lot of good characters in there, but somehow they came in under budget. So like, you know, you had like Bill Hader before his prime, mm-hmm. um, Paul Rudd, you know, before he, you know, I guess really took off. Um, but yeah, I mean, you had a lot of people here. You had Hannah, Bugsy, you know, Wes, obviously, you know, like this was Malia's first season, right? Yeah. First Sandy uh, season. Yeah. So this really, <laughs> this really created the core of the franchise for Below Deck Men. Yo, yeah. This, uh, this solidified the Below Deck Cinematic Universe. That like, you know, they, they're the first season of Below Deck Men, which is good. But the fact that this second season was such a hit, I don't have the ratings in front of me. I'm just sure it was just in my life. That and this solidified it like, okay, Bravo's gonna become the Blow Deck Network. And so, John, I'll go over with everyone. I don't want to, you know, spoil anything because, you know, this is on Peacock. You could, I think if you have cable, you can probably get Blow Deck season two, like on streaming. But uh, so here's some big things that happen the anchor gets tangled, and the crew spends about six hours trying to untangle it during a charter. So it was amazing. Um, Adam, Chef Adam, purposely puts onions in the primary charter guest food just out of spite because <laughs> he, he was so mad that the primary charter guest didn't want onions in his food that he just did it intentionally anyway. I'll, uh, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I think one time, so my grandmother used to hate onions. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think one time my mom put onions in it in like a soup she made or something <laughs> just to see. And I think my grandmother was like, what is this? You know, she's like, oh, what is this? This is, I like this. Um, so I think my grandmother hated onions for like 75 years and maybe realized she liked them in like the last two. <laughs> Didn't work with this guy. He, he saw them immediately and was like, <laughs> get these out of here. Um, yeah. Um, also, Hannah hooks up with a charter guest and then just blatantly lies to Sandy about it. Obviously, some foreshadowing for the rest of their relationship. Yeah. Um, Wes and Adam almost get into a fight, obviously, over some Malia attention. Mm-hmm. Some point later in the season, uh, Bugsy just tells Hannah, I think you're a bad chief stew. Like that, like, so yeah. there are like, huge moments like that just happen. Like, they're like footnotes and episodes. And then you look back, you're like, wow, that was amazing. And also, lastly, um, Wes promotes. Malia to lead that can after they hooked up and the deck team just goes crazy they're just so upset yeah <laughs> so yeah this is a little foreshadowing of Malia having to deal with guys being mad that she's in charge so look I, John I know there's a lot of great choices here um I feel like most people usually put below deck season three or six as their top season but yeah to me like season two just has it's got all the big moments so that and Seal and Yeah season two are my, are my top choice. I know I'm kind of cheating, but. No, that's fair. And I think you like them for the same reasons, right? There's hookups, there's drama. Mm. Um, there's a little bit of like deceitfulness, but it's not toxic. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and that's, I think, one of the big things about Below Deck that w- what have, what they've been able to do, do. And I think maybe some of the most recent seasons excluded, like the, drama isn't really toxic like it's yeah. not it it 
it is different than like the real housewives where it's just like name calling for an hour. And granted, I'm sure there's a lot of people who love the housewives, uh, you know, housewives of any city. Um, <laughs> but, and I'm not, I'm not like hating on them at all, but like, it's just different drama. I feel like, like this yeah. is like, there's external drama, right? It's with the, it's, it's working with people that you also sometimes developing relationships with yeah. while getting work done and, you know, trying to make the charter guests are happy. So there's a ton of different drama that's involved there. And I feel like they do a really good job of not making it toxic, obviously with like, I think Lexi in the previous season, it got really toxic and Matt, it got really toxic. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, this one, there's been a lot of, uh, uh, racial issues that are important in this country has not made it really fun to watch. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. John, that's a great point. I, like yeah, the older seasons, and I, I include Bloodex Steel and yeah, season two in this as well. They exist in their own world in the best way. Yeah. Like they're not you're not dealing with like the problems of America in 2020 or 2021 during them. Even though Blood, you know, season two of Selenia, there's the pandemic's there, but you're not like feeling it. And it's you're in your own world and like in the best way. Yeah. So yeah. That's that was a great way to sum it up. And yeah, Jen, who, uh, what'd you pick? Sean, so you nailed it on the head. You knew it. I think our listeners knew it. Uh, I picked Sailing Yacht season two. Yeah. I don't know if it's like nostalgia because it's like when when we really took like uh, a step forward as far as getting this podcast in order. Um, I Not only was it my favorite Blow Deck season, but it came around at a very pivotal time for the franchise. Oh, so yeah. Kate had left Below Deck Legacy and there'd already been one iteration of Below Deck without her. And I think they were still looking for a new Chief Stew. You know, Med still continues to try to replace Hannah. Um, we needed a rock to write the ship and this franchise did it with Daisy. Yeah. So I think that this was not only, this not only came at a great time, but it was very important to the franchise. You know, we get, a bosun who's never leaves the party first and Gary, but we also get a young and fun crew to match the vibe of the department leaders. Right. So Daisy's fun. Gary's fun. And I think this really happened during COVID. So I think everyone needed like a, just a release where everyone was having a good time and, you know, there wasn't distractions. Yes, there was drama, but I thought it was like, and it was like entertaining in a non-toxic way, you know, feelings yeah. were hurt and things like that. But, you know, that's, that's, that's definitely part of the show. Uh, you know, we, we got the smoke breaks that hilariously ended up ruining every dinner. You know, we got, <laughs> you know, the thruple with Allie and Sydney, um, you know, the, the shortest cast member I can remember in Danny hooking up with the tallest cast member on record in Jean-Luc. Um, you know, they made a baby. Apparently, I still don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like. I I think it sounds like it's John Luke's baby, but the last thing we heard was when he was on Watch What Happens with Andy Cohen. Like he's like, if it's my baby, like, and I, I it probably is. I think it is, uh, John. Yeah, um, that was the only like, you know, Bloodex. Not their their reunions aren't really much watched TV that season. It's the only time we're like, you need the you need the Russia reunion too. Yeah. It's it's just as if not more important. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. Uh, and it was good, you know. Uh, Natasha, you know, miscounting pitas, you know, while Captain while Captain Glenn just kind of runs the ship and has like one funny line in episode. Like, <laughs> this this show aired in the middle of quarantine. I think it's what we needed to lighten up our day. And, you know, while, while I do hope we find a long-term solution for the chief stew position for all the franchises, we know what we have in Daisy and sailing yacht. And I think we need to cherish that. Yes. And man, boy, did they get that right. I was so glad that, you know, when we kind of changed onto the Kiki and Kibbis platform and then switched and then, and then got onto our own platform, we, we had a, a pretty awesome season that I thought we were excited every time we got to talk every Monday night or Tuesday night. Um, you know, obviously we still are for this season as well, but man, how, how good was it when it was, you know, us talking season two sailing out? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Look, and I like this current season. I think great potential for the second half, by the way, 
So I, I can't wait. Nice, we get a little break here. Um, but you know, season two is still now is the best. It mm-hmm. is. I I figured you'd probably pick it, so that's why I didn't bad season two. But oh, thank man. you, thank you. Yeah. So so they, uh, they just got that cast perfectly, and also like you know we didn't really bring up Natasha much, but like all the stuff with her and the eggs, that was always great. I was. It was. It was fantastic. What was it? Um, and who was the guest that was on there that was just like, on, oh, like, was it Barry? Barry, Barry with an yeah. E. Yeah, that was. I mean, we could like there could be an entire podcast on just what what that family's gone through. Oh man, I yeah, Barry. Barry was an all time not a great guy, but great guest. Yeah, Very memorable got- guest. I don't, I usually don't remember the guests that well from a season. And yeah. I will always remember Barry. Yeah, it was yeah. like Damon on. Is, does Damon go, go on sailing yet? Johnny? Johnny Damon? Oh, no, he went on med. He went on med, yeah. He's gotten some recent trouble. So I don't know if you'll see him back on. John, yeah. um, do you have any uh, like runners up or anything? I mean, it's there's a lot of seasons. I was pretty firm with the two I picked, but. So I believe. It would be below deck season three. Mm. Oh, so that so if if you you know go online and ask people what their favorite season is, season three comes up a lot. Right, because you've got what Rocky, like she <laughs> is just like you just you have to keep watching because you don't know what's gonna come out of her mouth next. She tries to cook a meal that like she says she's like kind of a chef or mm. whatever, and she tries to cook a meal, it's terrible. She's jumping off the boat. Um, I remember Connie was really just like a great cast member. Just she was she yeah. was super nice. Um, I mean, like four people like, left the boat. Eddie, yeah, Eddie. That season was was, up with that Rocky. His, was was that his like second season? That was third season. He hooks up with Rocky that season. Yeah, he does. He hooks up with Rocky. Yeah. He's in the laundry room. Um, <laughs> Kate's there. She's all time um leon was just making beef cheeks every episode every every <laughs> charter like and honestly i don't i still to this day like understand that from like a cast standpoint or a crew standpoint like what do they care if leon really makes really good beef cheeks what do they care if he serves it one night every charter if that works for the charter guests um yeah that's a good point because right, yeah, you're <laughs> the catering <laughs> company I work for. We do the same hors d'oeuvres every week for every wedding. Yeah, they barely ever change, but right. It's like if you know how to do beef cheeks, you're good to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, th- and, th- that was such a chaotic season. Yeah, there was so a much. lot that happened. I think Eddie caught some flack there. I think he, I, I don't know if he like didn't come back because of the whole Rocky thing. That's what he or said. Just other, th- yeah, or just maybe just some other things happen in life. You know, who knows? Mm. Um, but like Amy, Amy was great. She had like she was like the southern one, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. She just had a great attitude. Mm. Um, that was, but I just thought that was a really good season. Uh, there was always something happening. That was the one where there was the fire and like the oh yeah, like the investigation. <laughs> uh, that guy but, Dane, who was on for like a day and a half. Oh, is he the one that he was the drunk, right? Yeah. Or I don't want to say he was a drunk. He he was an he he overdid it on the booze and kind and got angry, right? When he was yeah. yeah. Oh, there's that guy Don, the Italian guy. Uh, like he left like he from left New Jersey. Wanted, yeah. Yeah. Like, he wanted to <laughs> like he, not like, from Italy, from as, New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah, he came on as like an engineer slash uh deckhand, and then he didn't realize he would have to do deckhand work. Yeah. So. That okay. That okay, so that rivals med season two as far as the most stuff happening. And the I had a few other ones. Um below deck season four. That's when Kelly was the bosun. And you just watched that guy get torn apart by everyone the entire yeah, season. It wasn't great. Yeah. He tries to stand up to Captain Lee a few times, doesn't work. Um when Nico is promoted to lead deckhand, the rest of the boat thinks that Kelly was demoted like <laughs> well to be fair sean this was what set off my theory that lead deckhand only leads to issues yeah so that's 100 correct 
that always happens. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, uh, Kelly's this is a blood season for Kelly. Kelly's still the bosun, and Captain Lee promotes Nico to lead deckhand. And then I think her name is Lauren. Starts telling everyone else on the boat that Nico's a new bosun, and Kelly was demoted. That didn't happen. Yeah. But and Kelly has to tell her to stop doing that. So you, you, he, it's, you feel so bad for him the entire season. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I want to shout out that one as well. And then, I mean, Blow Deck, season six, that's when Ashen's thrown off the boat. Yep. Um, but people don't like Ashen anymore, so that maybe hasn't aged the best. And uh, Blow Deck Med season four had a really fun cast as well. It did, yeah. That was, so, like, peak, that was like peak Hannah, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was. A, she looked good that season because. Yeah. They um the chef at first girl from Russia. She who clearly yeah. wasn't a real chef, and then Anastasia took over for a little bit. Then Ben comes in at the end. But that was the. I think that was the only season with Hannah and Sandy, where Sandy's just not com- always mad at Hannah, so that was nice. But yeah, no, it was it was it was tough. But yeah, I mean, sailing that season two is the best. Yeah. Now, so Sean, the other thing is, is um, I know they originally had plans for, I know we're, we're going a little off topic here, but I know they originally had plans for like a blow deck on down under. There was a rumor about that. That's I happening. Yeah. So I, I, I would love to see that happen. The only thing I have a question on is right now we have no off season in blow deck. We're every Monday for 52 mm. weeks, pretty much aside from holiday weeks. So are they going to shorten seasons or are they going to do two running concurrently at the same time so that's a good question i think the plan over the original plan was to put down uh blow deck down under on peacock but here's the thing though i mean i'm sure bravo would like to have a regular schedule too yeah i feel like i so they haven't released a trailer or anything yet i was looking for that it just says 2022 for his premiere date so maybe they're figuring out if they want to do two below decks in this like on air in the same week or you know maybe it just goes to peacock i don't know i i don't want them to to delay sailing yet though because we need daisy back right so we'll we'll see we'll keep everyone updated as soon as we know um there's nothing i like more than the below deck trailer so as soon as I got my eyes in it, we'll talk about it. But absolutely. So Sean, I think that's the I think that's the pod here. I know we want to wish everyone a happy holiday season. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you found us. Um, we're always looking for new life advice. So send in what you have at belowdeckpod at gmail.com. And uh, Sean, are we gonna add in the uh, Daisy pod or our second Daisy pod to the end of this? Yes, we are. So everyone stay tuned for that and uh, bon voyage. As we spoke, uh, Med was still, or uh, Below Deck Sailing Out was still airing um, and you were on charter elsewhere, right? Yeah, well, I wasn't on charter, but I was on another boat. Yeah, I was Uh in Palma. Um, yeah, just temping. Yeah, trying to figure out my life. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm guessing you're not on charter, or is that the best bunk I've ever seen in my life? <laughs> no, I'm actually in a bedroom um, the first time in a while. So, yeah, I just got to London about two days ago now. Um, yeah, and here for a few weeks until I go back on to another boat. Oh, beautiful. Nice. So, Dizzy, where have you? Go ahead, Sean. Oh, sorry. Dizzy, where's like your full time home? Is it Palma? I don't have a full-time home. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> so I keep going back from Palma to London, but um, I'm starting to lean towards more London at the moment. I'm, I've been on a boat full-time for nine years. So it's the first time ever I'm like thinking about kind of spending more time in one place. So figuring that out, but uh, yeah, we'll see. At the moment, <laughs> London. Very cool. Very nice. So um you know, obviously, uh, we're a little bit away from sailing yacht, and it sounds like Below Deck has had some uh, new renditions coming in in 2022, which sounds really exciting. 
Have you been able to catch any below deck med this season? I have. Yeah, I have been watching it. And um, yeah, it's a good season. It's yeah. <laughs> um, what like what were your thoughts so far? Have you noticed any big differences from what, you know, obviously you were a, you know, first year uh, chief stew on a below deck boat. And now Katie's in a similar situation. Kind of, how do you see her handling things? Is there anything you've seen that you would handle differently? Um, I think there's, you know, a lot of similarities to me and Katie. I think we um kind of maybe are a bit gentler than maybe um Hannah and Kate, but you know that probably wears off in times. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it's scary going in there and you know with a new captain and new crew and a new boat. So. I think it's quite easy for us to be a bit more timid, but um, I think Katie's done great so far. I know the feeling of what she's going through and yeah, you know, it's, you know, she's doing the best she can. And I think she's got the respect from all her, her crew members, which, you know, that's, you're winning right there. If, if you've done that. Uh, Daisy, how do you think she's handled the Lexi situation? Um, I think she's, done the best she can I think you know her hands are a bit tied and um, obviously Sandy wants her to to help her and to encourage her which you know is is a is a good thing you know that's not a negative thing at all and um, but the time pressure is just so intense when you're in there that you kind of don't really have that time to grow stewardesses you want to you know in, in normal yachting you would have that time but this is a bit more time pressure and you know, your reputation's on the line. And I can see Katie's frustration that she's like, yeah, I'd love to give Lexi that nurturing, but we have two weeks left. You know, I don't really right. have the time to do that. So, you know, I think I personally, I think she's handled everything um, the way I would have. And I think she's done great. Yeah, that's great. Have you been able to like connect with her on anything between social media or, or anything uh, spoken to um, her about? we've kind of like you know reacted to each other's stories on Instagram but I haven't had a chance to kind of chat to her you know I know what it feels like and she'll have have a lot going on I'm pretty sure she's still working as well and um, I have a lot going on so when the time is right um yeah I'll definitely like to talk to her and and see yeah how she's getting on but I'm sure she's enjoying everything because I don't see why anyone would dislike her she um seems like a really nice person oh definitely Oh, Dizzy, is it weird that like Sandy won't let Kitty replace Lexi? Like, has that happened to you before where a captain's like, you can't fire one of your stews? Um, I've never actually wanted to fire any of my stews. Oh, wow. So, um, so far, <laughs> we'll see what happens in the future. But so far, I've never had that experience. Um, I don't know. I, I guess Sandy, you know, she's had a rough ride in the last year since the whole Hannah thing. Maybe this is her trying to approach it differently. I'm not, I'm not quite sure um, what's going on, but this is a unique situation. Usually you would try to work it out. You wouldn't just fire someone, but like I said, right. the time pressure is just, it's on, you know, it's, it's different. Otherwise you would take the time. You would try and guide Lexi, see what's going on. You know, if it's something personal, um yeah it's and I guess Sandy doesn't quite trust Katie yet she probably doesn't trust her judgment yet maybe like two or three seasons down if Katie's like I want to get rid of this girl she's like okay yeah but getting that you're each other's trust in that first season is you know quite difficult and um, so I think maybe there's an element of that going on as well and um, so yeah I don't know it's 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 hard like the Lexi situation it's it's not, yeah, it's not easy. I don't know if it's as bad. I don't, I don't even think it seems that bad to me, but it's her green screen interviews that are really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like actually it works. She doesn't seem that bad. And then she gets into her green screen and I'm like, oh, like. yeah, I guess it was that one night out where she was being awful to everyone. And I guess the couple yeah. of bad breakfasts where she forgot to put plates out, but yeah, she's an okay stew. Yeah, like I don't, I mean, there's just so much you don't see. Like I've done the show, obviously, so I know how much isn't aired um, just because just it's physically impossible. But I don't, 
yeah, it was one bad night. I mean, it was a pretty bad night. Um, yeah, you know, a couple of mistakes, but it didn't, I don't know, it doesn't seem like that bad. Um, so I don't know if we're just not getting the full picture, but there's definitely an attitude in a green screen for sure. There's definitely an element of, so maybe that, maybe you can feel that energy. That's the thing about being on the show as well. There's a lot of feeling that doesn't translate onto the screen. So maybe it's a lot worse than we're actually seeing. Um, you know, sometimes people can walk into a room and they just bring a bad presence. So maybe there's something there that we're not quite noticing. Yeah, we definitely could have a, uh, a full episode of just Lexi says the darnest things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, you know, we've talked about the, the crew a little bit here. And so, you know, Daisy, obviously you'll have, I know you mentioned you're on land now, but you'll have, you have future charters coming up and future seasons. If you could pick one person from the med season right now to be on a future charter with you, who would you pick? It's really hard. Um, you know, I think loads of them have great qualities. Uh, oh God. Um, I think, you know, I quite like Courtney. I think she's, you know, coming as a green stew and she seems, you know, she's got that right balance of working hard and being fun. Um, you know, I, yeah, I would happily work with her and I'd happily work above her and have her in my team. So, you know, I think there's a lot of great people there, but yeah, if I was to take anyone, I'd probably, I'd probably work with Courtney. Yeah. This definitely seems like a really fun season. Actually the last, the last three, I guess that we've had in, in a row seem like really fun seasons, obviously including yours. Um, yeah. Your, yours was the best though. If we're comparing <laughs> sailing the last season was better than this season of med. And I like this season of med, but you guys were a little bit more fun. Let's There's something special about a sailboat, you know, where <laughs> you generally get a bit of a looser crowd on there. Um, I mean, I liked our season watching it, but, you know, it's hard to know if we're being biased, but right. yeah, I get a lot of feedback being like, your season was just so, you know, I think because it had so much drama, but it was healthy drama. Right. It wasn't, you know, I mean a bit of it was toxic but by the end we all kind of were friends and I think that's what a lot of people really enjoyed about ours and um, whereas this is still yet to come out of that kind of toxic place I think yeah we'll see. I think one of the big differences that I've seen so far is that sailing yacht season any of the drama that there was was kind of internal and never really got to the charter guests this one, it seems like it's getting to the charter guests a little bit, the lack of service, the last couple episodes. Um, so, you know, I hope they fix it all. I mean, I, I do really like this crew. The, uh, the, the guys on deck are great. I do, like you mentioned, Courtney, I do love Courtney. I think she is a blast. Um, so it's, it's been a great season. Um, you know, getting away from med just a little bit, uh, how has your life changed in the last, you know, I guess six months since it's aired and into now? Um, you've obviously been on charter a little bit where were you kind of like a, I don't know, like a mini celebrity and now you're on, now you're on land, like oh, signing autographs and <laughs> taking pictures. What's going on, Daisy? Um, yeah, like luckily for me, I got to stay in my little bubble on my boat, so I didn't see it too much, but the odd time I do get recognized and that is always a bit, um, a bit surreal. I'm going to go work in the States for a couple of months come October and I know I just, I've been to the States already since the show's come out and um, it's definitely a bit weird. People screaming my name, buying drinks. Luckily in Europe, it's a little bit different. Um, but yeah, a few times people recognize me. I don't mind it. It's fun. Everyone's super, super nice. So, I mean, they're not saying nasty stuff to me, <laughs> thank God. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, it's weird, like the whole Instagram thing, but, you know, I'm just taking it my stride. And for me, thankfully I've had the most positive experience I really have gotten off so like I was so lucky <laughs> I think I've gotten like five bad messages or something and I'm just like delete but uh yeah other than that a huge amount of support so yeah it's been a lot of fun that's the best thing about below deck is when you're not on like the show you're still doing the same job I feel like with every other reality show everyone just is just a celebrity off screen and with you guys it's like no like this is a, really my job I'm doing the same job just without cameras I love that yeah I think that's part of the big reason why the show is so popular and kind of why uh, men and women have bonded over it you know with 
I think other celebrity shows, um, it's not, it's not, or not celebrity, um, reality shows, it's not very real. Whereas this is like, there's a bit for everyone, a bit for the people who are into the drama, a bit for the people who are interested in the work side of our job. So there's so many elements for people to, to be interested in. Um, and yeah, it's my real job. I think I still get asked all the time, is this really your job? I'm like, yes, this is my job, believe it or not. You can, a few more seasons, you can become an influencer, like off season well, when you're not filming. <laughs> I mean, I'm 34. I'm ready to, you know, start thinking about leaving boats. So if, if someone wants to pay me to um, influence whatever apparently people are interested in, I'm fine with that. Just get really into working out. And that's, that's the most popular one, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm pretty lazy. So I can... <laughs> So I was like, I'm not really into makeup. I'm not really into working out. I was like, I really need to figure out my uh my whole niche thing. But yeah, I'll figure it out within time. But it's, you know, it's fun. And I feel really lucky to be given the opportunity to kind of almost possibly have two careers in my life um, and two very different careers. It's, you know, it's, I know nothing about Instagram, social media, TV, any of this stuff. And to be able to have the opportunity to learn about all this side of, another career is yeah it's pretty fun so I feel very lucky I think you'd be you could host a show (laughs) I'd love that like like a love island or something like that like you're the host I I think you'd be great totally for that you guys yeah you've been a a number one supporter I get that a lot a lot of people say that to me and I'm like yeah I'd love to do that (laughs) (laughs) that's great uh so Daisy, I know, and you know, I follow you on Instagram and I know that you'll do some like submitted drama or life advice and you'll give your feedback. Um, so Sean and I actually do that with our show. So we get, we have a, a, an email account we have people submit in. So we actually have one and we'd love for you to, you know, work with us to help one of our submitted listeners uh, help us out. So can we, can yeah, we give you course. one? All right. Yeah, I'd perfect. Love to. All right. So this is a good one. Um, I did save this one because I think it's, I kind of like where it goes. So it's, uh, hey, below deck boys, I've been dating my boyfriend for over two and a half years and he's been bringing up moving in together. For context, we're both in our late twenties and and live in the same city. I love my boyfriend and we get along great together. We spend most nights at each other's houses anyway and everything is great in the relationship. The problem is I just don't feel the need to move in together. It is nothing against him. I've just never wanted to live with anyone I've dated. I really wish I did want to move in with him, but I like how things are now. He had said quality time is one of his love languages, which I think makes the push for moving it together. While I'm not sure what my love language is, all I know is it's not quality time. Do I jump in and move in hesitantly or do I tell him no and hope he's okay with it? Thanks, lads. So that's a tough one. I mean, two and a half years is a pretty long time to be dating someone. um, And I don't know, maybe it's cold feet or maybe it's just not the right person. Sean, Daisy, do you guys have any input on this one? I mean, I think for me, I think that what I'm learning as I get older every day is just communication. It is unbelievable how much we don't talk to each other. And yeah, I mean, obviously they're, they're feeling two different things and they need to talk about it. I mean, she needs to tell him that you know it's not right for her and and either he says yeah I'm fine with that we'll wait until you are ready or else he says you know what it's a deal breaker um and they can go their separate ways but you definitely need to talk to each other and yeah what I'm learning every day is we don't talk enough we don't communicate Mm -hmm. enough definitely yeah 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 explain it to him I the only thing with like he might be like okay what's the what's the end game here are we going to live like in two different apartments forever? Or, I mean, if you're rich enough, you yeah, probably can. I mean, she's going to, by the signs of it, she doesn't sound like she's ever interested <laughs> in moving in with him, yeah. which if that's what she wants, that's fine. But she needs to figure that out. And, uh, you know, we always expect people to, to understand what we want before we even know ourselves. So I guess she kind of needs to figure out is this something she ever wants? Or she can say to him, you know, I want it in a year or in five years, or maybe I just never want this. And, um, you know, for me, that would be a deal breaker. I'd walk away. Um, but 
you know, maybe, maybe for him, he's okay with it. So until she communicates that, who knows? Perfect. Yeah. I think communication is key. And yeah, well, I seem to be on my phone for multiple hours a day. I don't really think I call anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Or really tell people what we're even really thinking. We're too busy trying to guess what each other's thinking because we're too afraid of, you know, what, what they might actually say. So you know, at least that's in my experience. Um, so kind of trying, yeah, kind of being raw and vulnerable is a, yeah, maybe we'll actually start to learn something about ourselves and each other. Oh, let's put it great. So <laughs> that's, uh, so thank you. I'm sure our listener will love that. Um, and I think Sean and I learned a couple of things. So yeah. uh, <laughs> communication is key. So that's great. Uh, and uh, Daisy, I know you have, uh, you know, aside from, Instagram and, and social. I know PETA party's going strong still, correct? Yeah, that's right. It's um amazingly, I don't know why, but um yeah, we're still doing our Instagram series, which is you know talking about the current series of Below Deck. And then we've also started a podcast which is non-below deck related and kind of more about our personal lives and things that have happened to us in the past and the present. Um, which are both yeah they seem to be going really well so that's exciting so yeah have a listen uh, you're finally back on pita party i i watch hey, most weeks oh, okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> you've got a lot of guest hosts but great ones though i like alex seems like the coolest guy yeah he's great and he loves to talk so that's perfect <laughs> and no Alex was awesome to have on you know I I unfortunately missed a couple because I was on charter but we've it's you know it's really cool to get to connect with other people on below deck it's amazing how quickly um we just connect and we vibe off each other and it's been really fun and I think what me Ali and Danny have enjoyed most is learning like the gossip behind the scenes (laughs) we're always like oh my god like tell us more um because yeah, just so much happens. So yeah, it's been great how many people have um, wanted to come on and and share with us. And yeah, been very cool getting to know each other. And yeah, the family, it really is a Below Deck family, which I didn't realize that before, but I'm excited to get to meet some people in the future um, in actually in person, post-COVID. Dizzy, where, where does everyone, like where do people live off season? Are most people from Fort Lauderdale? I've heard uh, that. Oh, it, that's such a huge question. So there's a couple of yachty hubs. Um, Fort Lauderdale's one. Um, Palma's another big one. Okay, Antibes right. in the south of France. They're where most boats will go to to um, kind of recharge. So they're good places to look for work. Uh, but I mean, you, in theory, you can live anywhere in the world as long as you're, you know, a good flight um, hub. Right. So some people like me live permanently some but Palma Antibes and Fort Lauderdale are are solid places for work very cool have you ever lived in Fort Lauderdale I've spent time there but I haven't um lived there I haven't lived anywhere so I've spent a lot of time in an awful lot of places but never really lived anywhere but yeah I've I've spent time more in West Palm than Fort Lauderdale yeah okay well that's great um so obviously Daisy you know we've talked about your Instagram um you know, can we get your, your handle on here? And then, uh, it's just, uh, how to spell out. Is it just PETA party, uh, for now the podcast and the Instagram live, I'm guessing you can go to Danny Alley's or your Instagram to find that. Yeah, exactly. My Instagram handle is Daisy Kelleher, D-A-I-S-Y-K-E-L-L-I-H-E-R 87, year I'm born. <laughs> and um, yeah, our IGTV series, you can get on all our, um, instagrams they're up either in the igtv series box or on our profile and for the podcast it's on pretty much everything youtube and um, simplecast spotify well spotify apple podcasts and it's um yeah pit a party the podcast oh that's great i think it's great really that you've been able to kind of separate that where you can kind of show a little bit to the insight to your life your experience your history you know if it's even if it is, you know, boat related. So people are maybe coming up in the industry or anybody dealing with anything, you know, being able to kind of listen to, you know, women and what they've gone through. I think something that we learned 
it so the the series goes on for like two months or whatever blow deck and you film it in six weeks it never ends it goes on <laughs> for a year and I was like oh my god I can't talk about this anymore is can we talk about anything else and um so me and the girls kind of agreed and we were just so I mean, obviously for the viewers, they're interested, but it's insane. I never thought about it. We just talk about the series for a whole year. And um, it's been really fun to be able to kind of show people a different side to us and that we do actually have other parts of us, except for, you know, my drama with Natasha and Ali and Gary. We're like, oh, right. this is going to define our lives. <laughs> Dizzy, um, if you one last blood deck med question though, I just want to. What are your thoughts on Chef Matt? I keep I keep going back and forth. He stresses me out. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, you can tell he's a great chef, which is obviously the main thing. Honestly, me and him would probably work um, really well together. He seems really nice, and you know, I can I again I can completely relate to the pressure he's feeling. Um. So I don't judge him too much, but yeah, he's been, I mean, you know, at least he can self-reflect and own that he's been back and forth, back and forth. I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, this is so stressful. <laughs> um, and then he's just burnt his finger. I'm like, man, slow down. That looks so painful. I couldn't really watch painful. it. Yeah. It was like fully cooking. I was like, yeah, he, he's had a, he's really had a tough season. And I'm, you know, I'm hoping that he comes, sticks to it, comes out the other end. But the weird thing is, is he's had a tough season, but he's only done it to himself. That's the really weird thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of his meals um, are good too. Like, yeah. No, he seems, that. Is, he seems great. And yeah, I think um, if he wasn't so hard on himself and kind of just calm down a little bit, he would um, he would he would sleep better at night. <laughs> but uh, no, he seems he, I mean, he's keeping the show interesting. So definitely. Yeah, he's had some big uh, some episodes that focus around him. Um, so, Sandy, or, uh, Daisy, I have a question that I'm not sure you're going to be able to answer, but I have to ask it. Um, Below Deck Sailing Yacht Season 3. You have to wait and see. That is. That's, uh, <laughs> we had to ask. We had, we couldn't not, right? So we'll see what happens. So uh, anyway, you know you know where Sean and I stand, but uh, we we would you know um, you know we're just so happy that we've been able to you know see you on this platform as well. So um, and obviously being able to catch you on uh, Pit a Party. Um, so uh, do you foresee um, the podcast that you do with uh, with Ali, uh, do you, do you think that you're going to go on and do below deck legacy once med ends? Yeah, I think one? so. Um, we really enjoy it. And it, for us, it's actually really fun. I think without pit a party, we wouldn't be as close as we still are a year. God, is it a year later? Um, so I hope to, but it, you know, timing between it's, it's crazy. I mean, obviously you guys know how much work it takes to schedule and, Danny is a single mom with a newborn baby. Ali now has a newborn baby, which is premature. I am still working like crazy hours. So hopefully the goal is definitely to, to keep it going as long as people are interested in it. But yeah, I'm just hoping we can still find the time. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. So Sean and I are just two time zones apart. We try to make it work. So especially when, <laughs> yeah. you know, when you're you think in... it's only an hour of your week and you know with the time zones because they're in Australia I'm in Europe and a lot of the people we interview are in the states and honestly I was getting up because uh, um, Danny is our baby you know I was the one who kind of was like okay I'll do take the graveyard shift and I was getting up at like 4 a.m and picking up <laughs> charter the next day and stuff and I was like oh my god it's like... so <laughs> I'm really hoping we can keep it going but you know who knows what will happen but that's definitely the plan yeah, absolutely. Well, we would love to have you back on once, you know, Below Deck Legacy comes back and, you know, kind of discuss that as well as catch up with you and what what you're doing. And um, I'm sure when your typical charter season. So is it uh, does it go 12 year, 12 months a year, not for you specifically, but are there charters running 12 months a year throughout the throughout the world? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I did work full-time for nine months it completely depends what kind of boat you're on and what kind of itinerary they have charter seasons tend to run the med season which goes from april 
through till October. And then you've got the Caribbean season from November to March, March, April, which is that's 12 months of the year. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, boats go world traveling, it, you know, completely depends. But yeah, you can work. Yeah, I, I mean, I normally work 12 months of the year. And um, now I'm starting to work freelance, but I'm still working like 10 months. <laughs> I think it's amazing that you can live anywhere. Like I, yeah, it's... I've never lived outside the US. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. It's, it's amazing. No, it's cool. We're very lucky. But the cool thing about being on a boat is you can be anywhere, but you know, it feels like home because, right. you know, you're, it's mm. always your cabin. It's always your family. It's always the same, you know, food. So one day I wake up and I'm like in Indonesia, the next day I'm in Florida, but it never feels too different. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely getting a bit tired. <laughs> <laughs> Will you ever go back to Ireland? I mean, and that's where you're originally from. Um, I don't think so, you know, unless I met someone and they felt really strongly about it, but I feel more at home in the, I have more friends in the UK and you know, I think the UK will probably be more my home or maybe Palma. I love Ireland, absolutely love it. But I just, they've all left. All my friends have left from there. And it's a bit smaller for me after traveling the mm. world. Ireland feels small, but, you know, never say never. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Daisy, I can't thank you enough for taking some time here today. Um, it's been great to reconnect with you. I hope we can do it soon again. Um, Good luck in your time in when you go to, Flo I'm guessing Florida, you said the US. Yeah, I'll <clears throat> fly to New York. We bring the boat from New York to Savannah, Georgia, and then we'll bring the boat from Savannah, Georgia down to Florida, Florida and I'll finish up my season there. So yeah, do, going all over <laughs> once again. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like the Beatles, like come in to America the first time because you're big here. <laughs> but it's a huge show here. Yeah, so no I'm excited I always love going back um, over to the states so um yeah I'm I'm excited to get back over there and spend yeah I think I'll be over there for about three months beautiful oh very nice let's you make schedule this a little bit easier then a little yeah. bit harder yeah a little bit harder for your Instagram lives with uh with Danny and Allie but I know so thanks so much we really appreciate it um and uh Sean anything else Daisy anything no, and Daisy, thanks so much again. Hope to see you soon. Yeah, for sure. I love talking to you guys. And yeah, I'd love to come back on. So um, definitely we'll talk again when the next the next blow deck site. Beautiful. Recurring guests in front of the show now. So <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, perfect. All right. Thanks, Daisy. All right, Great. thanks, Daisy. Thanks, Take care. Guys. Bye. Yep. Bye. Bye.